0: Hello, Feisties. I'm Sarah Gross, CEO and founder of Feisty Media, and I'm here to tell you that our foundational strength training course, Strong, is on sale now through April 10th. If you're like me, you probably get a lot of crap in your Instagram or Facebook feed telling you how you should look or how you will feel if you look a certain way. As summer approaches, this only gets worse. We are told we should have a quote unquote summer body as if our bodies somehow morph into something completely different just because the weather changes. And frankly, over here at Feisty Media, we are totally sick of it. Because at Feisty, our vision is to build an empowering culture for active women. We want to shift our attention away from what our bodies look like and focus instead on what our bodies can do especially during the summer months, when having the physical strength to do the activities we love is so important. The Strong course is designed to take any woman, regardless of your starting point, through everything you need to know to level up your strength training journey. It includes a 16-week program to help you progress from wherever you are to lifting heavy or heavy-ish with dumbbells or a barbell. It also includes modules on the physiology of strength training for women, nutrition, how we keep ourselves injury-free, and more. I want every woman to be able to do the things that bring her joy and be strong enough to do them for life. Enrollment in this course is now open, and you can sign up and learn more at womensperformance.com forward slash strong, or check the show notes of this episode for the link. And for those of you who are among the 800 women who have already taken the Strong course with one of our previous cohorts, congratulations on taking the plunge. And to the rest of you, see you in the course in April. Make this summer your strongest and best ever. Head over to womensperformance.com forward slash strong today.
1: You're listening to If We Were Writing, a yeah. feisty, triathlon ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head off a weekly group ride where we dish yeah. on all triathlon news and everything else ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadijah Diggs and Jocelyn Wong yeah. Neal, and Laura Sadal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever yeah. you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. Yeah. Like the biggest news of the week, bigger than all the other triathlon news, is that we are the best women's triathlon podcast. According to some guy. (laughs) Question: Right? Is
2: there a
1: men-specific category? I don't. I also don't think there are men-specific triathlon podcasts. To be fair, I think we just call those pro tri
3: news. (laughs) (laughs) So there was. It was from, this was from a triathlete magazine article where it was like the top 15 triathlon podcasts. And I was like, are there even 15 triathlon podcasts? It's a good question. Is there? And as soon as I saw it, I was like, we better be on this list somewhere.
1: I will also tell you though, having written like many, many, many of those kinds of things, like the ten best places to go camping this weekend, the five restaurants you should try in San Francisco. Um, yeah, they're making them up. just so... <laughs> like...
2: so, what if we are having people who are tuning into our podcast the first time this is that list and they're hearing this intro and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna take that. That's lower place caseW. Like, yes, we are the best women's podcast. We program. are the best women's podcast.
4: That's the right.
3: best. Also,
1: when you read my articles telling you where to eat in San Francisco, totally believe those two. Absolutely. The
2: best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> so keep on listening, new folks. Keep on- Hi, Don't tune out now. Yeah. We sometimes <laughs>
1: talk about triathlon. We've been talking about <laughs> triathlon more lately. Have you noticed that? That's true. Have you
2: also noticed that I have less to say just yes. because I have no idea
3: what's going on in triathlon? <laughs> but you also have been learning more about your own sport <laughs> <a triathlon. laughs> by the rest of us teaching you <laughs> or ke- getting you up to speed <laughs> on the controversies.
1: Less um talk about squirrels, more about triathlon these days.
2: I re- I kind of miss animal stories, but whatever, whatever. We could
1: bring that I mean, we could bring that back. That's fine. That could be your random question to end today. Today, though, after the break, we are going to talk about triathlon. We're going to talk about Jocelyn's FTP test. And then we have a voicemail and an update about USAT. And maybe we'll talk about animals. We'll see. Here at Feisty, we believe that endurance sports and triathlon should be for everyone. But we know that figuring it out can be a little tricky sometimes. That's why we're teaming up with Motive, the customizable training app for running, triathlons, cycling, duathlons. You make it work for you. These aren't just cut-and-paste template training programs. They're built by experts and then created for you for your race schedule abilities and your time available. And it's one of the only training apps where you can have a training plan designed to get you ready for multiple races at the same time. That'll help keep you from overdoing it and get to the start line ready to go. Yes, we're looking at you, triathletes. Now, anyone can use the app for free for as long as you want, or you can get all the upgraded features for $19.99 a month. Or, as a Feisty fan right now, you can get two months of full premium access for free to get your training started. Get two months of premium access on the Motive app with the code Feisty at mymotive.com. That's my, M-Y, Motive, M-O-T-T-I-V.com. And use the code Feisty to get started. So with all the controversies, all the controversies lately, I realized we never got an update on Jocelyn's FTP test.
3: That's right. It was like, uh, it was a week and a half ago. So, okay. So my goal for all the many, many new listeners that are now here because (laughs) we're the best women's triathlon podcast. (laughs) One of my goals for this year was to raise my FTP 50 watts. All I know is that I did a test last summer and it was like 200. So my goal is to get it up to 250. And um, I went 210. Nice. And I have not been actually training very much. So this is very promising.
1: Excellent. And we all all told you 50 watts was a lot of watts. But maybe you're going to do it. Maybe you shouldn't listen to us.
3: I shouldn't because I'm like 20% there already. I don't think 10... 10 well yeah okay i was like i was like is that 10 divided
1: by 50 i was thinking 10 (laughs) watts out of 200 and i was like that's not 20 percent of 200 we're all pulling
4: out (laughs) calculators 20 percent of 10 percent of 50 percent of 50 my
2: my question is where did you come up with the number 250
3: um, I just pulled it out of my butt. Okay,
2: okay. Yeah. So <laughs> no, anybody who's clear. like a coach who listens to this is probably like pulling out their hair right now.
1: No, no, no. She like was around 200. Last time she vaguely sort of did like some sort of watts
3: way back when, right? This is what I remember. This was just last summer. That was like my benchmark. And then I never retested because I got yeah. injured and I got demoralized and it was just like, whatever.
1: So she just thought 25% better sounded like a good amount better.
2: Which sounds amazing,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. Like... So 250 sounds like it's a solid FTP. I and I also have like I don't have any clue like what is a good FTP? I know, I know it is dependent on how much you weigh. It's super cause... dependent
1: on size, yeah. Yeah. My husband told me I gotta stop saying numbers to people because they're so small, because I'm so small that it sounds really, I'm like, oh my God. And then I was holding 180 watts. And he's like, no, you gotta stop saying that. You gotta do know. watts per kilo. Yeah,
2: It sounds way more impressive. <laughs> First, we're going First. to give Jocelyn another W yay congratulations for bringing it up 10 watts win 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 but we i just wanted to acknowledge that before we move on to what well no
1: i was gonna say do you guys do benchmark testing at this time of year or are you just like just like let it let's see where your training's at right like which one do you guys do i
4: did because i have a new coach but i told her don't tell me what it is just because i just why race off a perceived effort anyway I don't like looking at numbers. I just take whatever I got on the day and go for it. But she uses the benchmark to uh, set up my training plan. I think I've improved, though, because I did some 30-second power-ups, and they really hurt. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I
2: think I moved up a little bit. <laughs> I, I would say I, I don't. Um, unless I'm, I'm starting with a new coach sure. and then it's kind of good to give them those data points. Um, I'll wait until a little, like kind of early spring before I do any sort of benchmark stuff. Um, mostly cause I don't know. I'm just kind of relaxed this time of
1: year. Good, good. Like building up like... gradually, but like, I don't get too stressed. Do you? you don't want to get too stressed. Yeah. I also feel like, I don't know, if you do the same kinds of workouts all the time, you also like, you don't need to do, like you kind of. Like, I am aware my threshold is lower. I don't need to go out and, like, prove that to myself. I know.
2: Yeah. Well, one of the good things about working for a coach for multiple years is that, like, they have a good idea of what is appropriate for you and then like what is appropriate you for for you for different times of the year yeah so. like if
3: you're out of shape obviously yeah and fitter um i have not done any benchmark testing like i well cuz i haven't been training seriously for anything for over 10 sure. years and well, back when i was all of
1: our big all our big goals this year yeah
3: so. now i got you know peer pressured into like all these bigger goals from you guys <laughs> but back 10 15 years ago like the coach that I did have was like very anti-sport science Mm. so we didn't really look at like these kinds of numbers very anti-power power meters um GPS watches weren't as sophisticated back then so I didn't have one you know what I will say though I do
1: see a lot of like and like 100% like you should learn perceived effort I'm not like like that's obviously like the gold standard but I will say I see a lot of triathletes be like, well, the pros don't look at power. I don't need power, and it's like, guys, like the pros in a race are going off the race because they're pros, and they they could like na- they know they could nail their seventy point three power within five watts, like without looking, like they know it. Because then I'll go out and be with like a friend, not to name names. I'll go out and be riding with a friend who'll be like, I'm doing seventy point three watts, uh, and I'll be- and like one of them's like, I have a power meter, she does, right? And one of them will be like insanely hard, and then the next one I'll be like, Are we pedaling? And like clearly a power, pa- you know. They they think they know, but they don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's my you like once you like you gotta you gotta train perceive perception is what I'm saying.
4: Yeah, I I just don't like when I'm racing, looking at all the gadgets and all that other kind of stuff. And nine times out of ten, unless I just feel crappy, I'm like right in within five watts higher or lower of what I said I was gonna do and a lot of times I get screwed up on wattage because you know guys don't like to get chicked so trying to get around the guys and all that other kind of stupid stuff that's where you see the big spikes look I'm dropping you now leave me alone or or stuff like that but yeah if you train on it once you race you know then you know yeah yeah that's what I'm like
1: uh Jocelyn I know you also haven't been swimming
3: Yeah, my other goal was like swim two to three times a week. That happened the first week and that was two and a half weeks ago. (laughs) And I'm going to blame the weather and having a small child who gets like borderline sick. And then you're like, if I want to go in before work, I have to wake her up an hour early. And if she's on the verge of being sick, I'm not going to wake her up an hour early And so it is what it is, but it's still only January. So I got time. I'm going to go on Friday. It is only January. (laughs) (laughs) It's still January, but Friday will be three weeks without swimming. It'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back.
2: I, I also feel like, at least for me, it's the hardest to actually focus on swimming in the winter. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's dark, and instead I'd rather be in the basement, which is kind of messed up. (laughs) Maybe it's just my pool's a little too cold. And actually, so recently, the showers have been an issue, so you can't even take a warm shower afterwards.
1: That's terrible.
2: And, like, I have to drive to the pool, whereas I can just go to my basement and get something done and just, yeah. Do you know what's been demotivating me
1: is the pool's too warm oh wow
2: wow wow oh well no no no, you...
1: no like yeah, i got like it's like one of those old people right like it's like oh it's hot, that hot, yeah, like, that kind of hot. warm yeah i switched to the y and we've discussed okay. and it's been and like and i i feel bad i feel like i feel like i'm just discom- but i've literally gotten less fit since i joined the y and i feel like that's not their goal <laughs> like,
3: is it because you didn't get a mesh swim cap yeah. no it's
1: because like half the a time mesh you go yeah
3: we remember, she- we talked about oh, the ones that you yeah, can make yeah. Into yeah wigs. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's supposed to keep you cooler. No, it's because you go and, like, they decided, actually, everyone's just going to walk today in the pool. And then you, like, try to swim. And there's some, like, old guy. And, like, I'm I'm trying to be encouraging of the people who I lap every lap. But it's, like, they should be, right? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not. And then I'm, like, well, what? And then I feel bad because I'm, like, I'm not even, like, like Sarah's. Sarah would not be able to swim at my Y. Because she, like, is, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm this much better a swimmer than the person in my lane, I don't know what, like, I don't know what, like, the WTC. But you're is.
3: also, you're training more for running right now. So, right. so this is a problem switch. for later. But later, later when mm. it's warmer, are there going to be more options for yeah, pools? Yeah, we get a bunch of pools that open up in, like, April and May. So I'm just, I just got okay. to, like, ride it out. Yeah.
1: Enough for right now.
4: Well, I have a senior center membership and it's $5 for the entire year. Oh, the water
3: Wait, is it cuz you're old enough to be a senior. Yes, in Clayton wow. in Clayton County, Georgia,
4: when you are 50, you can get a senior center membership and it is $5. And I got my little senior center membership. The water is always warm, it's clean, and there's nothing but a bunch of old guys and they always give me the first lane.
3: So, what? Yeah, what? I love
4: I love
2: the spin on that because Kelly's <laughs> like the water is warm and it's terrible. And Katie's just like the water is warm and it's amazing. amazing.
4: Yes, <laughs> it's just right. It's like you get in and you feel nothing. You don't feel warm. You don't feel cold. You just I could just jump right in and start swimming.
1: We're gonna have to solve this swimming issue because because everybody needs to be ready for Placid. So by the time Placid comes around. You mean
3: everyone except me? Like I am not going to Placid. Oh, Placid. You guys have yes, been like you you're pressuring me enough. <laughs> it's sold out. It's and fun. I'm I have not to drive the- that way. You're welcome to jump in
4: the van. I'm picking up Jaja in Charlotte. So I'm making a pit stop in Charlotte. I could just make another pit stop. I
3: probably am on the way there. <laughs> there you go. See? See?
4: Just gonna hang out. I may have to park in your driveway anyway. That's a rest stop here, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, take a break. Hmm. I feel like you guys, because okay, so obviously, whenever
1: we talk about trading, uh, you all have kids. And it's I feel like you all you all also have the like the oh my kid got sick. Oh, I had to like watch my kid. And I'm like, oh, that sucks for you. Um, i.e., it's not a problem for me. But <laughs> then I saw this. Did you guys see the study on like the? There's a big study on the motivations for moms for like why they do uh-huh. triathlon.
3: Yeah. Did you take it,
1: Jocelyn? Did you
3: like? I didn't take this- it because uh. it said you had to be training for an Ironman, which technically I'm not. You totally are. <laughs> <laughs> because I have to get my qualifying spot at Eagleman first, which is a half. <laughs> So I, think I you mean, need to start preparing for the full in advance of that
4: if you're gonna be ready when you
3: June, June July, August. Like that's enough time to ramp it up for a full Iron Man. <laughs> oh, I, then. I would say
2: you you are you are getting ready for an Iron Man
1: asterisk branded event. So
2: Oh! So
3: oh that counts, that counts. oh. <laughs>
1: So you didn't take it though, because it was about I, like motivations. Because no. obviously, I mean, Iron, like whether or not you're doing an Ironman, it's arbitrary, right? Like that doesn't that has nothing to do with whether or not you're a triathlete. But they were just talking about like why you would want to spend that much time training if mm-hmm. you
3: have all these other things going on in your life, and like what would you guys say are your motivation? I mean, I have said in the past that it, if I didn't have a a triathlon I was training for, I feel like I do it because I want to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Because it's like every day I'm doing something for my child, for my employer, for my prosthetic patients, for my husband, stuff around the house. And like the first year I was a mom, I was just like, you know, what they say, filling everyone else's cup, but not my own. So I had to do something for myself. And so that's how I ended up getting back into this a little bit more
2: yeah i would say a big part of why i'm doing it is because i enjoy it
3: like oh that's good
2: yeah i love it (laughs) mm -hmm. i still have fun training um i mean it's not always fun but i i enjoy the process um and then the second part is financially you know it's kind of your job well it's your job (laughs) yeah it's contributes
1: to my family's income so that's kind of a... Yeah. I don't think this was, like... I don't think this is about you, Sarah. I don't think, like... <laughs>
4: you asked!
1: I'm answering! Oh, jeez, I'm crimey. <laughs> I just meant I think the people who need to make money, like, that's a that's a different motivation, right? Probably. Yeah, but I will say,
2: uh, when you're kind of, quote-unquote, coming back mm. from having a child and you don't know the outcome, there there is a risk financially to your family... Because you don't know if it's gonna pay off. So like in the article that you send out, the Trahle article, like there there are a couple of pro women they were talking to, and it's that period where like, I'm putting a lot into this. I don't know if financially we're gonna get anything out of it. Um, like that's a risk. that's it's a calculated risk, but it's still a financial one for for women like that. And yeah, but yeah, to answer your point, I enjoy it. I enjoy the process. It's, it's for me. Um, but yeah, more than anything, it's like, it's just fun. I think it's important to have things in your life that are fun.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. that's, I mean, this may, uh, this may come off wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway, but especially for professional athletes who have other options. That's their passion. I would think. And they enjoy it. And why shouldn't they be able to take that risk or take that chance or chase that dream? Men do it. You know, so it, it's I think it's a great opportunity to to show, especially our daughters, there's nothing wrong with chasing something that's not that normal, straight down the arrow path. You know, you only have one shot at life. You, you go for it. If you fail, so what? At least you tried.
2: Would you say that something that motivates you, Khadijah, is having your kids see you do something that like takes a lot of hard work and, mm-hmm. and discipline. Absolutely. And, and one, of things,
4: one of the things, one of the things I'm proud of as well is uh, physical fitness has always been like a part of the family thing. I see when I go visit my older kids, I open their fridge, they have healthy food in there where they make time for themselves to go, you know, to go exercise and mm-hmm. stuff like, so it's, it's part of a, a culture of how of how they live, so that's for me. That's that's very important. And also, like you said, set, setting a goal, whatever it is, you know. If they're if you're gonna, I remember my dad telling me once, he's like, "Yo, if you're gonna be a ditch digger, I want to hear about you digging the best digging the best ditches." That's <laughs> that's the kind of <laughs> that's the kind of mentality I want them to have.
1: Right. So, yeah, how do you I know d- if someone digs the best ditches? <laughs>
4: Yo, that's that's my dad. <laughs> I was like, "What is that's the that's metric that's by which
1: by which we measure ditch ditch quality?"
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I said something like that, and yeah, it was okay. yeah, it was a problem. <laughs> like, dad, you know what's a good ditch? Right.
3: What's the well, I mean, that's, yeah, I will
4: important. tell you, the ditch behind my house is not a high quality ditch. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: ditch digger was not raised well (laughs) yes
4: not raised by thomas diggs yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's interesting um
1: i was just going down the super hole i told you guys like i was late on this because i was editing this instagram video but it was about the fact there was this stat in the strava report like the annual strava year-end report that was really bothering me and it said in the stat because it does like all this breakdown it said that men were like 13 percent more likely to cite household responsibilities as a reason they couldn't work out and I was like what like that doesn't coincide with like anything that doesn't coincide with like every other study out there in the universe right so then I was Mm -hmm. like what what explains this you know are they just saying that or has something like or has behavior actually shifted or do women literally not even view it as an obstacle right like are they like you know what I'm saying like they're not citing household responsibilities as an obstacle because they don't even see it. Like you don't see the water you swim in until you're out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't decide. So this was why I was like, so anyway, the point here was like, are, like the same motivations could be for dads, but obviously they're not, right? Like obviously we view these things differently from the mom and the dad lens.
4: Well, they'll say, oh, I had to cut the grass. Okay, use cutting the grass as your warm up and keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, really, you're you're in zone one. <laughs> nice. Part of your warm-up. Part of yeah. your warm-up. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, I, I think Kelly, it does there are we're we're moving away from these gendered expectations of uh, uh, you know households responsibilities. But like we're we're in a transition period, I think. Yeah, we're not like. moving that much. Like we're not moving that much, no. but we we're making progress, we're making progress, but it's still like the default expectation mm-hmm. is that childcare, for example, is a woman's domain. Um, and we're moving away from that, but it does take time. Like I I would say that the only night that I don't put my son to sleep is the one where I am driving
3: home from school at like eight o'clock at night.
2: Like well, every fun. other night, the
3: expectation is that. Oh, I, I mine her... is tonight. The night we get to record yeah. our <laughs> podcast <laughs> is <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. And every every day my daughter asks, are you podcasting tonight? Nice. <laughs> because she she doesn't like when I podcast <laughs> because that means daddy's putting her to sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah so I, I think, you know, the, the default expectation and, so, like, every household's different, obviously. But, like, sure. I think the default expectation is that certain household domestic duties are going to be accomplished by women. So, like, it's just ingrained in us. And so when, because we're shifting towards, you know, a little bit more parity, like, it feels that more is being put on.
1: It's like it's like plate. all those studies that say um, when you ask men how often women speak in a meeting and how often men speak, they say, oh, it's 50-50. And then when it's like actually 30%, 70%. And then if it actually is 50-50, they're like, man, the women talk so much.
3: Mm -hmm. Like that's
1: literally what happens. And so I think that's what's happening here is that like a little bit more, they're doing a little bit more and then they're like, oh my God. Like, there's
3: just, it's just this. Oh my gosh, thing. it's so overwhelming. Shots, I have to, yeah. I have to miss a workout. <laughs> it's too much. I have to babysit love, my kids. I my <laughs> cycling
4: buddies who say they have to babysit. I hate uh-huh. that. And then I realized uh-huh. they're talking about their own kid.
1: Oh my God. I want to make a t-shirt that says you can't babysit your own kid. Yeah. I want to make, I think it would do really well because it's just called parenting, guys. Can't handle it. Yeah. See, so I uh, you, you I, sound very like sanguine, Sarah. And I would just be hostile. And this is the difference.
2: No, because (laughs) I mean, I think, yeah, this is not going to be a marriage counseling podcast. Nice try, Kelly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be a totally different
4: kind of. uh... We're the number one on psychology today.
2: (laughs) Geez, you're really trying to unpack that. Um yeah, I mean I I also enjoy it more, sure. I think. So there's that. Like I if, mm-hmm. if if it felt that being said, I can hear my child screaming at the top of his lungs in the next room right right from over.
4: <laughs> nope, we can't hear it. Nope. You can't hear
2: it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> it's intense. Oh man. Uh all right, we're gonna take a break because I feel like we just we just like fully dived in to that mom topic. And after the break, we actually have a voicemail from somebody who went to the USAT town hall uh, that we talked about last week. Physical and mental fatigue is often the biggest barrier to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. Achieving your body's peak muscle response is crucial for maximum athletic performance. I know just how important it is for optimal health and performance. I've been on the lookout then for something that could help boost athletic performance during my workouts and something to improve my focus and concentration throughout the day. Further, something that tastes great and is easy to incorporate into my daily routine. Which is why I'm so happy that I found the Amino Co. They offer a 100% science-backed essential amino acid formula called Perform. It helps build your endurance and prepares you for harder workouts. Perform has been scientifically proven to improve muscle performance, reduce fatigue and recovery times, and increase the benefits from workouts. It's keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, without any nasty non-GMOs. They also offer all-natural flavors, but my favorite is the Blue Raspberry. Perform is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. You can check out the science behind it by visiting Aminoco.com backslash riding, like if we were riding.
5: Hey, triathlon-ish. I was on the Team USA town hall last night, which was chaotic to say the least. There were over 300 people there. Well, there were 300, but everybody else got locked out of the Zoom room and we were angry. The first issue was anger over the price without any perceived value. It's continuing to exclude people when they said that this will help grow the sport. Team USA already pays its own way for the required race kits and for the parade uniform. They announced that USA Triathlon is in the red, which we know, but it seemed like they were going to Team USA, some of their biggest supporters, to try to help get them out of the red, so not a great look. The second issue was timing. They said it's January, it's the beginning of the year. Not quite, right? That doesn't really make sense given that you qualify the year before. Your budget is set, you've paid your spot fee. Um, They said, hey, this would make sense before nationals in 2024 for 2025. That's another conversation that we're willing to have, at least be upfront with us. A lot of the lawyers on the call were talking about contract law and how it's actually going against your USA Triathlon membership, which gives you the ability to... um, be part of Team USA. And the third issue was how leadership responded um, without really answering any questions, just sort of shaking their head and saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, "We hear you, we hear you, and we're listening." So hopefully, it all works out.
1: All right, like Sam said in her voicemail, it was chaos. Uh, they like people got bounced. Khadija, you got bounced from the town hall. You like couldn't get in.
4: Yeah, I got in and then got kicked out
1: because it was like too many people. Too many people. Mm-hmm. So, did you ever find out what was being said?
4: Yeah, I heard a lot of uh, (laughs) a friend of mine who's really good at gathering all the gossip. um, She was saying that uh, legal, legal, and lawyer talks started almost like five minutes into the call.
3: Oh, just yeah, we're gonna people were we're threatening this to sue USA Triathlon.
4: Yeah. Like, how are you going to change the rules after this, that and the other? And right. And then a lot of people, I guess some people have already bought airline tickets. And the Mm -hmm. funny thing was, I had had an issue about every year the parade kit is like a short sleeve shirt and shorts.
1: I want to go back to this booty short topic.
4: Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Khadija
1: was upset. We'll return to the USA team. Khadija wasn't, or she wasn't upset, but she said that the parade kit every year is booty shorts and a short sleeve shirt. But then yes. I saw pictures of the kit. I saw pictures of the parade kit and Khadija, I would just call those shorts, not booty shorts. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. like, what? Now I'm like, oh no. <laughs> what constitutes a booty short? Like yeah. how long?
4: Yes. These shorts like barely come below the bottom of, the butt cheek. The okay. I saw some I have four inch. sets of them. Hmm. I have yeah. four sets of them. Okay. They still have the tags on them.
1: Sure.
4: So I said, look, I thought I I I said look, I'm not buying another pair of booty and I literally said booty shorts and a short sleeve t-shirt. And I sent them a picture with the the shirt with the tag still on it. I said I'll buy some tights and a long sleeve run shirt. I'll even buy an extra jacket. So the vendor gets their money because that's what it's
1: about. I mean, honestly, they should all have options. Like, of course they should have like different options because that Mm -hmm. just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But they, they know, they know how I am. I I harassed them for six years about a rule on hijab. They knew I wasn't going away. So in a week they turned around and then there's two other Muslim women who are on the U.S. Mm -hmm. team this year. So it's like. And I copied them on the email mm. and some other people. So
2: well, it just have... seems it seems like having
1: options is just sure. more inclusive no
2: matter what.
1: Like you guys, yeah. I'm still I just think... hung up on what I saw. I just thought were regular shorts. And now I'm like, oh no, does Khadija think all my shorts are booty shorts?
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. Like... yes. 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 <laughs> we have to we have to measure the distance from the bottom of the butt cheek. There's right. Like... <laughs> I was like, these just seem like
1: these were like Regular shorts. <laughs>
4: nope.
2: They nope. are
1: booty shorts. This booty reminds me of, like, one, t- one time I was, It's above like-
2: the knee, Kelly.
1: This is, like, one time I was standing at a trailhead, and these teen girls ran by in, like, shorts, and my friend with me was, like, oh, my God, I- those shorts. I can't... And I was, like, I have those shorts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I felt so
3: bad. I have those booty shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I do, but also, these were, like, six-inch suit shorts. But, but... They also told you, Kadesia, that you don't. Ha- after that whole town hall, now you don't have to buy the free platinum four hundred dollars
4: membership.
3: Yeah, there's no way they backed not, off that. Yeah.
4: No, um, and they ha- and the it, the funny thing is, like the extras are stuff that most people are. I don't need concierge triathlon. I just want to race. I don't. I, I wouldn't say have this like Nirvana thing. I guess if you don't have friends to have a sherpa or someone to help you you like hire somebody to be your sherpa it's like the i mean it's it's maybe some people need it or they have a family member who can't travel with them great you know and you can afford to do that i've i have never been at a race where even if i traveled alone there wasn't somebody to help help me out we just i come from a triathlon community we help each other out
1: yeah yeah, I mean, you also like at a race. I mean, I've made friends with like random strangers because mm-hmm. you're all there for the race. So you're like, "Hey, you speak English? What do I do?" That's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it does sound like they walked it back. Though they they list they heard you, Deja. They yeah. heard
3: all. They heard legal
4: angry. Fees. That's what they heard. They heard they legal heard fees.
3: All the angry people, very angry. Very angry people.
4: I think they're going to try to do it again next year, though. I don't, I really
3: they, do. I, I don't know if that's a thing. They said that
1: in the email. They were like, we are not going to implement this right now. We will be implementing it for 20, like moving forward. And we yeah. will revisit it. Well, they
4: said they'll rethink it. Um, but I, I think what they're thinking is they're just going to do it. Well, yeah.
3: And so, then they'll yeah. be like, we warned you a year ahead. Don't yeah, act well, all I'm surprised. All right.
2: Can we all give right. USAT partial credit? We're yeah. reversing that but additional deductions for having a town hall where people couldn't actually
1: log on zoom's difficult guys how many times will we log into zoom right here do i log in on the wrong account i send people the wrong link i mean that's... i have my husband's name on right. there it's very
3: confusing okay <laughs> like, who's
1: kevin <laughs> we're only four years into this pandemic you can't expect people to figure this out by now okay so are they
2: still behind then? They're not, uh, I don't know. How many points
1: did you get? I don't them? know. I don't <laughs>
4: know. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, I, I hope oh, they have a paid account, don't they? they? should have a paid
3: account. On Zoom? Sure. <laughs> yeah, they just but use like, the free one. Is <laughs> it more than 20 minutes? Because there's like a time limit.
1: You guys, okay, in all fairness, like, so my husband has like a big important job. And all that, and I do, he did, he did not know how to, like, set up a Zoom at one point. And I, like, for, like, in this style, right? For, like, like, because there's, like, different settings, you know what
3: I mean? Mm -hmm. And to have, like,
1: enough, like, to have it be over 300 people, you have to have, like, different... A different kind of
3: account. oh my gosh some people are so good at it my sister gave me a virtual baby shower on zoom and you can then make these like extra rooms and group people into different rooms yeah, and they can break then, out rooms yes mm-hmm. go into the rooms and talk amongst themselves and i was like whoa my sister had because she was teach. she was um
1: was teaching in Seattle, like, and so they were in virtual school, like before anyone else even realized there was a pandemic because it like started in Seattle. And um, So she had like a very fancy teacher account that did that. And then we would do like family Christmas Zooms and she would like a- accidentally mute people that were being, she'd be like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, no. sorry.
4: I can't hear all Gertrude. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: so yeah, so that's also a feature. That was our big news last week. The uh, announcement of the announcement. The big news this week. The Jocelyn. Uh, I feel like you guys. You always send me these things on Instagram. Seventy point three worlds for twenty twenty five is going to be in Marbella, Spain. I feel. I actually like that. I don't know why you didn't like that.
3: Well, I was so I had like a brain fart and was like, "They're doing it in Europe two years in a row. That's not fair." Like totally forgetting that New Zealand is like right. later this year but that's still two out of the last three yeah but it was out in of St. Three.
1: George for like two years before that well I don't remember I was
3: out of triathlon for okay. a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like it was like St. George St. George Finland New Zealand Spain that's like that's pretty I
2: I will say it's been a while since I've been to Marbella but it's not super nice at least really? when I was there like over a decade ago Maybe they've gotten nice since then. Maybe it's gotten nice since then. But I wouldn't, like, choose it as an
1: awesome destination. I think, like, I don't remember. There was, like, basically it was down to three cities. It might have upgraded. It might have upgraded. I'm just saying it was, like, down to, there was, like, three cities that submitted RFPs. And it was, so it's kind of, like, like, I didn't know that they hadn't announced this yet. Because I thought that had already been determined. Because it was sort of, like, there weren't that many cities that
3: had submitted RFPs. And it sort of made sense wait it was in Chattanooga at some point wasn't it yeah yeah
4: that was 217 I think
3: something like that okay
4: yeah
1: the thing I don't quite understand well there's many things but so the women are always on the first day and I don't really understand why they don't just like switch it every year and like Mm -hmm. so and somebody will always be like but I like being on the first day and it's like cool that doesn't matter like this isn't about like your personal preference they should just because some people don't like it right like they should just switch it every year so i always like don't understand why they don't do that it doesn't make any sense to me
3: mm. you guys have nothing to say because you're just so amazing you're like yep i don't know if i would like being on the first or second day i i don't have like any personal experience with with the being yeah, i on think, split days i
1: think it's like nicer to get it out of the way but i think the second day
3: tends to get more attention does it or is it just that it's the men's is it just that the men always get more attention um
1: it's like what it like i mean it depends on like tv spots in europe and stuff but i like it also it does also just like doesn't even matter which one you think is better. it's just like they should switch them i just don't even i I just don't
4: they they did Mm -hmm. the the women on the second day um in pontevedra and true to form i mean the the men's the streets were packed and for the women's it was like you know half the crowd
1: but like and the world Triath- thing
4: is it was a, a better race like better race
1: yeah well world triathlon actually very distinctly like makes an effort to switch the women and men from first or second. they like do that because they try to like switch them and rotate who gets like the prime tv sp- like they oh like it's like like they do that deliberately as they switch them
4: yeah
3: it is nice
4: yeah
3: so I just don't understand why we don't all do that. It doesn't make any sense. They'll probably yeah. start doing that because we talked about it here. Exactly. On the best women's triathlon yeah. podcast.
4: Gotta listen to number one. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: actually have never raced a 70.3 Worlds. Have you guys? I have not. Two. You had 2 Mm-hmm. Chattanooga
3: and then in South Africa. Oh, yeah. That one looked... Yeah. Uh, yeah
4: I was in South Africa, too. Yeah.
3: It hasn't been in Asia yet, right, Kelly? No, that's the only thing that's like weird to me is it hasn't why doesn't it rotate to Asia? Because I feel like that's I would totally go for that, even though I have said I won't travel with my bike on an airplane anymore. Even before the tri-bike transport debacle.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Let it go, Jocelyn. Let it go. Release.
3: There's
2: some cruise ship, I'm sure, that would take you from the east coast. (laughs) That would be (laughs)
1: awesome. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, jocelyn Masana. arrives on a steamer
1: <laughs> they should do that they should actually have like cruise ships that are like aimed at taking people like you could do one that'd be fun
3: triathlon cruises yeah. i mean we could go to spain from here I yeah like have a ballroom set
4: up with kickers and uh assault uh, oh treadmills. my gosh
3: new <laughs> business idea <laughs> I
1: was like, I had this like business idea a couple weeks ago, whatever. Um, about I'm gonna start putting on tours and um trips in Marin, and my husband was like, "This doesn't sound like a recession-proof business." Like, whatever. <laughs> Rich people pay me. Rich people have more money than ever. It's fine. So, so this will be our next idea: cruises for triathletes.
3: I like it. <laughs> yeah cuz then you could travel with your bike and you won't miss a day of training cuz you'll like it'll be stocked with all the kickers there'll be a kicker room right
4: yeah. we'll have <laughs> endless pool motors at on the edges of the pools and then some swim spas so nobody messes we don't mess with people's sponsors if you're and sponsored i'm by sure them, the cruise can ship there. can
3: like have a rubber track like around the top right. deck sure. yeah most of them do all do right. they? I've never been on a cruise, so I don't know. But maybe I've if been there on was, one.
4: Never again. There was
3: a triathlon cruise. Maybe I would do it. There you go.
1: Never again. I <laughs> feel like it might be hard. Do you do you guys remember that like thing where people were gonna like cruise the world for a year and it was gonna go and you could like live on this boat and it was in the news because then the boat never like people put down their money and then they couldn't get a boat and then they lost all their money. I feel like that's what would happen to us is we would try and get a boat. <laughs> and then we would
3: lose all our money. We just need a, an investor that's like a billionaire triathlete.
2: Who doesn't fly.
3: Right, who doesn't yeah. fly. <laughs> doesn't have a private jet, but has a private cruise ship. Exactly.
4: It might work.
3: <laughs> um,
1: we should copyright that right now so whoever here is listening and takes this idea, this is me verbally, vocally copywriting it, that's a thing.
4: <laughs> tri bike
3: cruise ships.
4: Yeah. yeah, we're not going with the tri No, no. no.
3: <laughs> triathlon bicycle cruise ships.
4: We'll call it. We'll call it if if you were sailing.
1: Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, I don't have any other any other news, any other controversies this week. Which I know it's been we've just been all about the drama lately. But I feel like you know we're so mm. drama free this week.
2: No drama or controversy yet. But for next week, mm-hmm. I have a challenge for everybody. It's mm-hmm. going to be the Olympic trials for the marathon
5: Ooh, on yes.
2: the first weekend the of third. February. Mm-hmm. So we all have to have our picks, our podium or our top 3 picks for the men and the women. I'm just mm-hmm. for, uh, forget the men, we can just do the women. But yeah, if you want to
1: yeah, either way. Okay. So Did, you have a week to decide. I have a week to think about it. Okay. I can, I, I also add, if you're in Seattle, we feisty is putting on a watch party with Wazelle at the kind of awesome women's sports bar called rough and tumble. That'll be live. I know it's like early out here on the West coast. So we'll have like uh marathon mimosas. Don't bonk bloody Marys. Um, and lots of prizes. Yeah. I was coming up with all kinds of names. This is how I spent my work day. Uh, <laughs> so you should come to our watch party and it's actually really hard to have a pick, Sarah. Like it's like really there's a lot of really good people.
2: I know that's why it's gonna be controversial because we're going to have like a virtual brawl next week. You know, we all are going to feel very strongly about our picks.
3: I will be away next week, but can <gasps> I can I do my picks now? Yes, yes. go. It'll leave me okay. time to think about why you're wrong. Okay. No, Sarah Hall. <laughs> Sarah Hall, because I ran against her once in high school. <laughs> back when she was Sarah Bay and sure. she was super fast. Uh Nell Rojas. When she was super
4: fast. That sounds like a. She Did you
3: say she No, you said when she was. Oh, no, I said no. I said she was super fast then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's obviously still super fast cuz she's yes. my pick for the team. <laughs> yeah. Um I like Nell Rojas. Mm. She also at one point was like a pro triathlete. Yep. And then, uh, third one. Oh, uh, I love Molly Seidel. Sure. Interesting.
1: Interesting picks.
3: hmm I, um... I don't follow the men.
1: Sure. Galen Rupp. Is he still running? No, I'm kidding. Um, I was try. I was putting together this, like, explainer on how people qualify. Um, and, like, it's actually, like, fairly straightforward for the women, like, top three go to the... Par- but when you get really, like, into the weeds, as I'm, like, I know Sarah knows, like, it gets really complicated, like... And all the different standards and stuff and then I just got really hung up on like thinking about it it's crazy that like you could have like all through like you could have run the standard to earn the US a spot at the Olympics you could have like been really really good but then on this day if you don't just like be top three too bad it's done actually too bad so sad I mean it's very American but it's actually like kind of nuts
4: cutthroat Yeah. yeah So you could be in the top three, and not get the standard, and you still go. You just have to make sure you get the standard. Um, or someone else before the before the right get yeah. the other
1: standard. Well, like no, so like yeah. Well, the U.S. women have three spots. It gets complicated with the men because they only have two spots right now. But that's like we're not we're not gonna try and figure that out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. so. But it is kind of nuts because you think about it and you're like, oh man, like somebody could have run so good that they're the person who earns the men, like their third spotter who earned the women, right? Like they could be so, and this happens in triathlon too. It's not like it doesn't happen in other sports, but then like on that day, like the track and field trials, right? Like on that day. There's always someone that trips and falls on their face. Oh my God. But it's like, that sucks. It's so it's just, sad. It's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal.
4: I think it's in a way it's better than the way some countries do it. Like the selection committee, yeah, they just mm-hmm. decide who's going to go, and a lot of times are athletes that are more worthy. I rather, I rather somebody let me grab my own destiny.
3: It's very American.
1: I mean, yeah, it is, but I think, I mean, I think, like, I, I personally, I think it's probably best as a combo where, like, you can auto qualify. In a certain standard, but then there also is like room for some discretion because we know that like some discretion can be necessary. So, anyway, it's very exciting next week, but I just started, I just had this like, I just was like working on this the other day and I just had this like, man, this is rough moment. So, pretty brutal, pretty brutal. Yeah. Great TV, pretty brutal. (laughs) (laughs)
4: All
1: right. If that's your challenge for next week, what's your question for this week, Sarah? I thought you had one. No.
4: Kelly.
2: We
1: always come up with our random question.
2: You said you had a question. Okay. Um I was thinking about what I feel like I've asked this question before, but we can't we can't repeat it enough. Triathlon's okay. an expensive sport. Sure. What's everybody's like best hack to save money?
3: Do local races. <laughs> I don't think we've uh we, we had haven't this discussed question. It? No, oh, I don't think. Okay. We have.
1: Well, I, yeah, I'm not the person because I, like, go all in on, like, well, I might as well spend my money on things I like. Like, I definitely, like, you remember, like, you know how uh, there's this whole thing, like, if you grew up without money, you either, like, really, really, really worry about not, like, or you're just like, fuck it. Could go away yeah. any point. Might as Make well it. Make it rain, it.
3: baby. Make it
4: rain. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not, I would say do local races is the best. so okay
2: you've you've crunched the numbers like is it obviously not traveling not staying in your hotel room my understanding is that they're a lot cheaper how much cheaper is it generally uh for like a local race versus half it's like half
3: it's okay that's like for example i signed up for eagle man and it was like with the fee, four hundred and five dollars. Um, two years before, I signed up for a local half Ironman, which I know I'm I'm old and I still call them half Ironmans and not 70.3s. but you know they're not all branded. So, uh, two hundred or less if you registered early.
1: Sure, but even like Iron Full Ironman, right? Like Ironman California here. Like I would I could have just like could driven could have stayed at like our co- apartment we have whatever, right? Like. I would have spent no money on travel mm-hmm. other than like eating out that night. Like L- Placid, I, me and my husband flying, it's going to be like 500, 600 bucks each bike is another couple hundred dollars. I already booked the Airbnb. It's like $3,000 now. I'm splitting it with a friend because it's like a townhouse. So it'll end up being like 1500 uh... for like a three bedroom. Um, You know what I mean? Like that all just, and then if I rent a car, mm-hmm. there's like another 500 yeah. $600. And so it's like, yeah, like that's like it's easily a few thousand.
3: To travel. Yeah. 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 That's that's a very good point. Cause yeah, for the last few years I was like, if it's not driving distance and then I kept like an even smaller radius after my daughter was right. born, I was like, not gonna go any further than an hour drive, hour and a half, maybe.
4: I well, you know you guys know what I do. I live in my van, race. <laughs> Any race that, well, like Placid, I'm driving for a different reason. I normally wouldn't drive that far, but if it's at eight hours of driving or less, sometimes up to twelve, I just live out of the van. I've I've literally saved the cost of what I spent on the van, in air Airbnb costs.
2: I believe it, and flights and mm, you know mm. transportation of your bike and just that adds up really quickly. Yeah,
4: yeah. and then when I travel overseas. Um, I usually, usually stay at an Airbnb. I usually travel with other people. Um, some countries that I go to, I know people. So I just, I stay with people that I know. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm simple when it comes to travel and I don't travel with a lot either. I have my bike, a roller board and a backpack. I never have more than that.
3: Nice. My hack is like, never pay full price for your equipment always ask if there's a discount yep. net network with like the 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 company or manufacturer um shout out to orca wetsuits who nice. has sponsored this podcast mm-hmm. i have a new full wetsuit that they gave me oh. at the end of last season oh nice it is like the lowest end model but it's probably still way nicer than the fancy ones that i was sponsored by like 10 years ago because wetsuit technology has progressed so much. So I'm excited to start using that this spring. Yeah, For sure. Yeah. yeah. To piggyback on that, buying like the previous year's model. Mm-hmm. Yes. I
2: mean, technology does, it changes, but not that quickly.
1: Right, right, right. So like
2: buying a 2023 bike versus a 2024 bike in 2020, like huge discount because they want to get rid of that. my, I have a small scale hack and that's just, I save, uh, like the expensive race nutrition for training leading up to a race, very specific, uh, you know, race gut training sessions. Other than that, like I really rely on just normal food. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I don't do gels in mm-hmm. training unless I'm, because like they're like two bucks a pop. Those things. Yeah. What kind of gel do you buy? <laughs> well, okay, like a dollar. But like, okay. <laughs> if I can eat a banana, which yeah. is like 30 they are
4: about two dollars a piece. Yeah. The, well, the, the, and high-end ones, yeah.
3: Freaking that's... Martin gels, aren't they like three or four dollars? Yeah. yeah. So that's ridiculous. Like, uh huh.
2: Unless you're specifically training your gut to take in those calories for sure. for a race, calories, a calorie. Like, I mean, but. Honestly, you could save so much money on nutrition just not buying the fancy stuff.
3: Don't get a new bike every well, two yeah. years. My yeah. bike's, like, going to be 10 years old this year. and Yeah, and if that's... you get
1: someone to give you a bike, it also saves a lot of money. Oh, no. mm-hmm. true,
4: true. And I think a lot of people, too, look down on having, like, a local sponsor. If you're mm-hmm. sponsored by a local bike store, oh, having your maintenance yeah. taken care of, true that's yeah. a big savings. Or if you can... Just like you were saying about getting last year's components, I wanted 12-speed force on my road bike. I got last year's Mm 12-speed force and had the local bike store put it on. All I had to pay was the cost of the stuff. Right. Interesting. Can I just
1: say, though, I just want to say something, though. Like, I was at the gym or at CrossFit this morning, and this girl's doing her first triathlon. So we've been talking, like, a lot about it. And mm-hmm. then we don't, then everyone started going down this whole hole of like, oh, because the swimming the swimming pool situation is not great, right? Right here. And they're like, oh, well, this place is really cheap. Oh, well, that place is really, oh, well, well, that place. And, and the thing is, people get worried about saving money and saving money and saving money. And then you're just like, like I switched to the Ys we've established because it was like half the price. But now I have the no swim option. So, like, if you save all this money, but then it, but then it doesn't, like, you don't do the thing, then it doesn't help, right? Sometimes it's worth, especially when you're traveling, like, spending like, it would have been. I probably should have stayed at my twice as expensive, very very nice pool because I would actually have been able to swim. Or like when you're traveling, sometimes it's not worth the like. Oh, I'm gonna have four layovers because it saved me. Oh, shit. Right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two layovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, so I'm just saying. I like listened to these people this morning at the gym, being like, "Oh, well, there's this one place where you can swim like two times a week for one hour if you." And I was just like, guys, guys, like we live in a very expensive neighborhood. Like, you have the money to pay the $20 students. Like,
4: yeah. So Y'all that's need to get on this plan. senior citizens train. That's oh, yeah. What you that, I know.
1: <laughs> $5 a year? A
2: year.
4: When she, said, when she said $5, I was like, oh, $5 a month isn't bad. She's like, oh, no, that's for the whole year. I was like, oh, my birthday is coming up <laughs> when?
2: And the, the best part is nobody's using the pool at
4: night because they're all at bed well yeah well no i go. Five. i actually i go in the mornings now oh I am, right, right
3: i am a early, yep <laughs> now i'm more I am up there
4: in the morning <laughs> sucking up my little nutrition i have the to go, the sun go to the pool is after
1: to yeah. to the clock till we get done because you know it's like bedtime for you guys and i still have like a workout left and we're hoping that today is a day that you can actually swim at the swimming pool we'll see
4: is there yeah. water is there
1: water in it uh, sometimes i mean there was the whole time where they wouldn't let anybody go in because the deck was slippery i just you never know
3: it's gonna happen tonight
1: the deck was slippery
2: so they wouldn't let
0: you
1: swim. they said people kept falling and i was like well what if i just don't fall and they were like no sarah's so like that's no answer <laughs>
2: Well, Definitely. I have nothing to say. We're all hoping that you get to swim, Kelly. Yes. Keep us posted. Mm-hmm. And next week, we'll miss you, Jocelyn, but hopefully we'll have another guest riding with us. Yeah. My time, my time. None of you people
4: can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. Reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.